0: So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland.
1: And I'm Ian Kennedy.
0: And today we're going to talk about a very historic, important vote that's coming up in Chile about whether to have a new constitution. Besides the new vote that's coming up, there's also the protests that happened last year. That anniversary just happened. And so we're also going to talk about our experience with that last year and what's going on right now with those protests. So again, listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. Okay, Ian, so you are still in Santiago. You're in Chile. What's going on with these protests and the upcoming vote?
1: Yeah, so we're getting close to a year anniversary of when the social uprising here in Chile started last year. That happened around Like October 18th is really when things officially kicked off when we saw the protests happen with the burning of the Enel building, the destruction to the subways, and really kicked off the social protest that we saw go all the way up until, basically until COVID became such a big deal. So recently, because we're coming up on a year, there's more protests happening. Something pretty serious that happened. Policemen shoved a kid over a bridge into the Rio Mapocho off the bridge in Pionono. So this has caused a lot of like shockwaves going through the through the news. And you know, again, just this kind of us versus them mentality of the protesters against the police. And I think this is something that we saw coming and something that we could have predicted coming due to the dates. And because we have this really important vote coming up on October 25th to, as you mentioned before, decide whether or not the Constitution is going to be drafted. And this is important for a lot of different reasons which we can get into. The main idea is that the constitution, it still remains from 1980, whenever the country was still in the Pinochet dictatorship. We just see the way that there's two Chiles now, there's the really, really rich, and then there's the poor, and we see that gap widening. And so this is becoming a question of, you know, do we change the constitution, which is the apruebo movement, or the Rechazo movement, which would vote against the idea of changing the constitution. So we have a lot going on here.
0: I can imagine, I mean, when I was there, I left end of March and like you said there were still protests going on and I think I'll never forget October 18th of last year it was just such an experience that I've never had before of like you know no one really knew what was going on when it hit like the metro was down which the metro is never down we just had people swarming into the streets confused of what was happening helicopters in the air you know fires the military taking the street it's definitely a memory for the books I can imagine you being in Santiago that you probably are a little apprehensive about the 18th I mean I bet there's gonna be a huge protest that day.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I, I think we're gonna see a lot more of these protests happening up until the date. And like you mentioned, on the date, especially on October 18th, we're probably gonna see something big. So I hope everybody stays safe, of course, 100% for protesting, but just be really careful because we're probably gonna see a lot of violence and destruction, unfortunately. But you know, this movement is obviously really important to the Chilean people. They've been through a lot in the last you know 50 years especially. So I think this will say a lot about the direction in which people want to take the country. And I hope that the people get what they want and can improve their lives.
0: And I have to ask, I mean, you know, you're there in Santiago, are people wearing masks in the protests? Are the police officers wearing masks? Are there a good amount of people? Or are people kind of weary to protest given COVID?
1: I think I see protesters wearing masks, some wearing masks, some not wearing masks. The police, it's hard to tell because they're in their full military, militia style gear, which you It's ridiculous. But anyway, we won't get into that. And so I imagine they're probably wearing masks too. Another reason why we have to be wary about these protests is people have been inside for so long and they've been cooped up. They have all this energy, these emotions, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking about this uh, and how important it is for their future. Of course, people want to go out to the streets and express themselves. And in a lot of cases, people explode with their emotions. And that turns into violence, turns into destruction. And I think we've seen this in the U.S as well with the racial protests, we saw a lot of violence and destruction, I think in part because of those repressed feelings or those repressed emotions of being stuck inside during a pandemic, which alone is very stressful in itself. And so I think people are just kind of reaching a boiling point And we're seeing that manifest itself in these kind of protests.
0: Definitely. And it's just so difficult that like you have this historic uprising, and then you have this historic global pandemic that really, I think for a lot of the activists in the country in for the protesters, it really kind of pumped the brakes on this momentum. I mean, they were building it for months. And I felt like it kept growing and growing. And then COVID, with lockdowns, putting everyone inside. Do you feel like people who really want a new constitution are worried that, you know, it's been backburned because of this pandemic that, you know, maybe people aren't as fiery as they were, you know, pre COVID?
1: I think people probably wish that COVID hadn't come along to, like you said, kind of pump the brakes on them on everything because there there was such a strong momentum going, and the vote was originally supposed to happen, I think, back in April. Obviously, due to COVID hitting here in Chile, especially hard, I think the months of April, May, June, it was obvious that it was going to have to get moved. And so, people were obviously disappointed about that happening. Of course, there's nothing you can do about that. But I think the people who really want the change, they're going to do what it takes to have to get this to pass. So, I think it's more inconvenient and really not as safe anymore. But I think those people are still going to go their views to make sure that this important change happens.
0: CWG officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. But we are always working to grow our audience, so make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, and even LinkedIn. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes at dynamicenglish.cl. I was reading an article this morning about how support was around 70%. And now with COVID and everything, it's like more around 60. So it seems like it is dwindling, but still like there's a majority support for a new constitution. I think what throws a wrench in it and for all countries that are doing any elections is with COVID, is it safe to go out and vote? What are the safety measures that they're going to do? I read an article that they're going to have more polling stations, so less crowds. You know, they're going to have like people spread out. And unlike in the US where most people are going to mail in their ballot, you have to go to the poll in Chile and vote on this constitutional change. I think that will be tricky of like, what is the voter turnout going to be? Because, you know, there's some families I bet in Chile that don't want to leave their house because they don't think it's safe, but then they can't vote.
1: Exactly. It's a real catch-22 in that sense. If you don't have another option, you're putting yourself at risk to exercise your, your right to vote, but you also don't want to get your family sick. You don't want to get yourself sick either. So I hope with COVID the people can still vote as safely as possible and can still express their vote. It would be a real shame if the voting didn't have its maximum turnout or the best results for that reason and no other option was given. So fingers crossed people will get out and vote, but can do it safely.
0: Like when I was reporting on this issue, you know last year obviously it seemed like the pulse on everything was that people were for a new constitution for some of the issues you know we talked about in previous episodes of you know more equitable healthcare education a pension system that's more equitable basically quality issues right there's a lot of inequality in chile so they want to make it a constitutional right to have some of these basic human necessities i think the big thing that will be interesting to see on october 25th is how the constitution will be written like if it passes, are we going to do politicians write it? Or are we going to do 50-50? Or are we going to do all the people? It will be interesting to see how the people want the new constitution to be written if it does pass.
1: Exactly. And, and this is one of those things. It's one step at a time. Make sure the first referendum gets passed and then move on to the next step and then the next step. And hopefully it leads to this equality that we've been talking about. But, you know, like we said, it's step by step. We'll have to see. I think a lot of it, too, just goes back to the fact, like I said earlier, The constitution still stands from 1980 when Pinochet was around. And so if anything, it's just kind of a constant reminder for people that they still live with the shadow of the the dictatorship. So if anything, I, you know, of course, you know, I hope it passes, but, you know, hopefully it takes that shadow, that dark feeling off of what a lot of people still feel because of the old constitution.
0: I think what's crazy and, you know, this happens, I think, in all countries, that democracy and governance is slow. And so October 25th, the people are going to vote if they they want a new constitution how and then in april they'll like decide who's gonna be the people that actually write it they have a year to write it and then i think in 2022 they'll vote on whether they like the changes this is the first step of so many steps if all things go well chile is not going to see a new constitution until probably sometime in 2022
1: you said it you yeah know, <laughs> it's it's like we were saying step by step this yeah. is the first step and on a long road to recovery to equality but as a wise man once said, every journey starts with the first step. So hopefully this will be the right first step. And again, despite all the craziness that we've seen this year, well, in the last year, especially in Chile, including this social uprising, you know, emotions are boiling over, things need to change. And we're getting to the end of the year and the end of this crazy year. And I think we're going to see a lot of things happen worldwide. So we'll just have to stay tuned and and see what happens.
0: I know I'm kind of sad I won't be there. As just a person living in Chile, but also as a reporter, it's definitely a historic time. (laughs)
1: I was going to say, the reporter in you probably chomping at the bit to get down here to get some video, to get some stories. Hey, I can be your foreign correspondent if you need. We can work something out. That is true. Grab a camera and a microphone (laughs) and a safety mask, and we'll be good to go.
0: Yeah, well, Ian, I know there'll probably be quite a lot of noise on October 18th, so be safe out there if you're protesting.
1: (laughs) Thanks, I appreciate it. I'll do my best. I'll try to stay safe.
0: (laughs) Well, listeners, as you all know, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript on online. Thanks for listening.
1: We'll catch you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought
0: to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.